Hello, and welcome to the Let's Talk Attachments podcast. My name is Jessica De Silva, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and an attachment coach helping adults end their unhealthy dating patterns and create stronger, secure relationships. Attachment theory gives us insight into how we currently experience love through understanding our earlier attachment dynamics. I created this podcast as a safe space to share stories and insights on different aspects aspects of attachment so that you can better understand how this manifests in your own life. My only request is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's short and sweet podcast episode on how to measure your progress in developing a secure attachment style. So a concern that many people have is, you know, I'm doing all of this work and yet I'm still getting triggered and experiencing insecurities. And what I find is that these uncomfortable experiences tend to discourage people and make them believe that they are not Um, moving forward, right? That they're moving backwards. But this is a total misconception and is just really a poor way of measuring one's progress because believe it or not, humans have approximately 60,000 thoughts a day. And depending on our life experiences, negative thoughts may sometimes outweigh positive ones, right? So if you have an insecure attachment style, such as an anxious, dismissive avoidant, fearful avoidant, or any variation of those, we've experienced enough trauma that our nervous systems are more prone to negativity bias, meaning we tend to focus on the quote-unquote negative than the quote-unquote positive, and that's purely based on survival and our body wanting to keep us safe. The problem with this conditioning is that we tend to have more fearful thoughts than supportive ones, and these perceptions may not always be accurate or logical. So this is why self-compassion and self-acceptance is so important to practice first uh, to practice first and foremost because we um we can really just, you know, be really hard on ourselves and really beat ourselves down for thinking the way that we do. Um, when in reality, we can't control like the thousands and thousands of thoughts we have a day. So a more realistic way to measure your progress is based on how you respond versus react to your internal experiences. And I'm going to explain to you what the difference between, um, you know, responding versus reacting looks like. So what is responding versus reacting? Responding and reacting are two distinct ways that we engage in a particular situation, and both generally have very, very different outcomes. Um, Reacting involves an immediate and often automatic response to a situation without giving it much thought or consideration. Uh, It's driven by emotions and can be very impulsive. So reactions are often fueled by anger, fear and frustration. Responding, on the other hand, involves a more thoughtful, deliberate, and logical approach to a situation. It considers the situation, it considers the you know particular person, the emotions, and the potential consequences before taking action. So if you're listening to this, 
and you have an insecure attachment style, it's most likely that you've been reacting versus responding. So a couple examples here for you guys, right? Scenario, your partner hasn't replied to your text for a few hours. You start to feel anxious and insecure thinking, you know, they must be losing interest in me. In a reactive approach, you might immediately react based on your insecure thought without giving it much consideration. So for example, you might send another text asking if everything's okay, expressing worry or making assumptions about their intentions. Uh, this reaction is driven by emotional intensity of the insecurity. In a responsive approach, you take a moment to acknowledge and understand your insecure thought without immediately acting on it. So instead of letting anxiety, you know, dictate your actions, you choose to respond thoughtfully. You might recognize that, you know, there could be various reasons for the delayed response, um, such as, you know, a busy schedule or, you know, other commitments. Another example, scenario, imagine your partner forgets an important date, right? Such as an anniversary or a special occasion. And the thought, they must not care about our relationship, comes up. In a reactive approach, I'm laughing because <laughs> this has happened to me too. In a reactive approach, you might, you know, express anger and disappointment immediately. You might accuse your partner of not caring. You might withdraw emotionally or give them the silent treatment. Um, and you, you know, you allow these negative emotions to drive your, your impulsive behaviors. In a responsive approach, you take a more measured and thoughtful stance, considering your emotions, you know, considering the context, considering the particular person, um, possibilities of, you know, why they may have forgotten, and potential ways to address the situation constructively, okay? So generally speaking, some ways to realistically measure your progress would be on, you know, your level of thoughtfulness and consideration of the situation and context. This is why understanding attachment styles is so helpful because you have a better understanding of how you operate when it comes to love and how others operate when it comes to love. Um, also, you know, you know, considering the potential outcomes and consequences of different courses of action, trying to see the situation from different perspectives rather than just your own. Also taking a more controlled and measured approach to how you respond to the insecurities by making decisions based on reason judgment rather than immediate emotional impulses. Um, also adaptability, right? And being flexible and choosing the most appropriate and constructive course of action. Also how you soothe yourself, right? Uh, how you challenge your insecurities, how you communicate your feelings and needs in a constructive way, um, how you set boundaries when necessary. So there's so much more to consider in terms of our progress than just the thoughts that we have, okay? And it's more so in our actions versus what we're experiencing internally. And I'm going to tell you, um, you know, just as shifting our thoughts can impact our feelings and behaviors in a positive way, shifting our behaviors can also impact our thoughts and feelings in a positive way. Meaning the more maturely we behave in a situation, for example, it can affect the way we think and feel about it in the future. 
So again, we can't control every thought that comes to mind, but we do have power over the way we behave to them. So rather than judge yourself for your thoughts, right? Because you're going to have so many thoughts um, and they're not always going to be pleasant. Focus instead on how you choose to respond. And it's not about being perfect, you guys. I always stress this. It's not about being perfect and responding flawlessly all the time. We're human. We're going to fall short from time to time, you know, especially if you're just starting out this work. And even if you've been doing this work for years, we're going to mess up. It's okay. Instead of, you know, focusing on that, um, focus on self-compassion and realigning yourself with what it is that you are trying to cultivate, meaning the version of yourself that you're wanting to be. And this is where identifying your relationship values is really, really important. So for example, you know, let's say you value patience, uh, you value kindness, curiosity, support, openness, flexibility, communication, really do your best to align with these values when you're feeling emotional, right? When you're feeling triggered and you just want to impulsively react. Um, focus on realigning with those values. Um, and the more that we, you know, see ourselves, the more that we can shift our behaviors in this way, the more that we are making progress. The more we know that we are making progress. I felt like I just butchered that completely. So the more we see ourselves shifting our behaviors in this way, the more we know that we are making true progress. I hope that made sense. Um, and if you are looking for more support on how to apply these concepts into your life in a practical and a proven way, you can learn more about attachment coaching with me via the link in the show notes. Wishing you guys all the best. I hope this gave you some clarity and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate it or leave a comment. Hearing your feedback just motivates me to create more content for you guys. I appreciate you so much and I will catch you on the next episode.